I'm William E. Davis. I play the cigarette smoking man, and you're listening to Intro to X. Welcome to Intro to X. This podcast is almost over! <laughs> and it's out there. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's out there, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Claire, joining me are two people who just love the X-Files. Brad and Tammy. <laughs> I was wondering who they were going to be. <laughs> I was like, were there other guests on this episode? <laughs> Guys, and our special guest, Chris Carter. Yay! <laughs> Welcome, Chris Carter. <laughs> imagine, just imagine what our listeners would do. Imagine the listeners' reaction if for the final episode we were like, okay, and here's our exclusive to Chris Carter. We've got two special oh. guests, Chris Carter and David Duchovny. Welcome, welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and um, our first question will be, Why? Just why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Tammy, I'm handing over to you, mate, because oh, I have okay. no predictions this week. Apart we from I predicted this episode would be a lot of fun. Yeah. We don't have predictions, or since it's no specific time, it's there's nothing on TV. I don't have to worry about memories. Thank Who's going to summarize I... the entire series? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we do that in the finale of season nine? Yeah. Um, But we do have, I I did put together some things. uh, Both (laughs) Brad and I uh, pulled some info together. Claire said she was lazy and didn't feel like doing anything for the podcast. Thank you, Claire. Uh, (laughs) My time with the X-Files is done. (laughs) (laughs) But usually by this time we do the 60 second summary. So I pulled together... What's happened in this 60-second summary over the course of, of us doing this podcast? Um, guys, who do you think has done the 60-second summary the most? Brad. I was going to say well, Claire. You guys would both be right. You tied with 49 times apiece. Yay! <laughs> Winners! <laughs> I have done it the least amount of times with 39. A whole 10 episodes less what? than both of you. What? Oh, hang on. Why is my laptop playing music? Hang on. (laughs) What the? Congratulating me for only having to do it 39 times. Congratulations, Sam, you won. That was your music, apparently, Tara. I don't know what my laptop started playing then. Uh, The guest. I've never muted. What guest do you think had to do the 60 second summary the most amount of times? Ian. Ian, yeah. You guys would both be right. It is Ian. Ian, congratulations. Seven times that poor wow. guy. Guys, we pay attention. We pay attention because you got to think. For the most part, we allowed guests um, two episodes max, right? And then we kind of went to three. But for the most part, everyone guessed it about twice on average a season. Mm-hmm. Out of all of those times, Ian had to do it seven times, and I know he didn't show up to oh. two episodes every season. It was pretty <laughs> much almost every time he was on. That's crazy. Um. The the next two were um, Matt A and Jonathan with five apiece. 
and then Chris with four. Chris, who it took until like season six, I think, before he even <laughs> yeah. had to do one. <laughs> and then it was like back to back to back for him. <laughs> and then we have a bunch of threes, some twos, and some ones, but those were the the highlights. Um, we also have had Teleco and Wilson oh, yeah. Fisk. Didn't Wilson Fisk do yep. one? <laughs> and we had um, Robert Shapiro played by John Travolta. Do you <laughs> 66? Oh, I remember that. So, um, um Brad, we've I had like some really great celebrity guests, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, I, I just when I was going back and listening to them and adding it up, it was just funny. Like as I was going through the seasons, totaling them, I'm like, oh man, who's going to have the most? Was is going to be Brad or is it going to be Claire? And then when I got to the total, I was like, let me recount this. Come on. <laughs> now, Tammy, is it that we tied like in season one? Of Mold versus Scully, where we tied it, but it was actually that I I can't count, so I counted it wrong. Oh, and <laughs> oh no, I went back. Was... Um, this also does include the movies, but it does not include like any kind of um extra episodes, bonus episodes that we did. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, for all my stuff, I didn't include that. So, so that is that's officially it for sixty second summary for intro to X, guys. <gasps> for now, oh boy. <laughs> Tammy, you're doing all the next ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, fun facts, Brad. Did you have any facts or anything you you had pulled together for the X Files? Um, I got a couple of things here. Um, I got I got to uh, get two lists. Um, first, I've got the ten most ridiculous X Files and monsters of the week, as well, stated by Io Nine. <laughs> So I thought we could go through Will these. Will we agree, though? Will we yeah, agree? That's, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, that's what I'm curious about. All right. So, any 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 picks or predictions? Uh? I think they're going to say Conquistador Tree Monsters, and I do, I agree that they're ridiculous, but we love them. Oh, All right. Yeah. See, I I think Teleco is always on the list of like pe- like monsters people don't like, <sighs> even though we love him. Hmm. Um. Mm. All right. So uh, number yeah. ten. We got uh, Kathy Griffin twins from Fight Club. Oh, oh right. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was a. Bad. Yeah. That was bad. That, I can't even. What was that episode called? Fight Club. Oh yeah. I think we gave it all pretty. We all rated that one like pretty low, I believe. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah. I keep. I always get that one mixed up with the Rain King, that had um. Oh, what's her face? Yeah. And they were like right together Corey Jackson. too. Yeah. Um, number nine, they've got the shape shifting sex offender, which it, I was like, which one was this? <laughs> um, this was a uh, small potatoes. Uh, oh yeah, the oh, shape shifting yes. sex offender could also be gender bender, except in that episode there was purple glittery nipples going on. Yeah. Was this Darren Morgan? It was Darren Morgan. Okay, I thought um, so. Yeah, this was one for whatever reason. I'm looking at the scores on some of these when Brad's going through them, and that episode overall got a 7.7, but the the scores were all over the place. I gave that Small Potatoes episode a 4.5, while Claire gave it a 9.5. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I gave it so high. I think it's just because, like, Darren Morgan, I, I just have yeah. so much love for him. 
it was fun, um, but it was really that was the real. I don't remember of anything about it. So it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. You know that's, what? That's you know what? what? It, was. it was a different time back then where Claire yeah. rated that episode. It was a different time, guys. It really I was. was speak my actions. It was <laughs> the one where um, she said she was impregnated by Mark Hamill, but it was yeah. actually Darren that's Morgan. That's the one where, where yeah. I was like, yeah, we should throw those babies in garbage cans. I think. Is yeah. Oh, no, I think that was you, Tammy. <laughs> No, for sure. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry, Brad. Go ahead. Uh, Next up, uh, we've got uh, the community watch in Arcadia with the Tulpa. Oh, yeah. Garbage monster. (laughs) Yeah. That was a stupid You mean trash man? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Number seven, uh, the were dogs from Alpha. (laughs) Oh, no, that's the instruction thumbs up, dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How dare they? I mean, it was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> we we gave that yeah. episode a 3.13, even though it gave us thumbs up, dog. <laughs> it had to give us something good. Poor <laughs> thumbs up, dog. He was so young when <laughs> Skype took him. <laughs> well, not, not in dog years, though. Not in dog years. Oh, true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> number six, um, they've got uh, the VR uh, first-person shooter game. Oh, yeah. I was that was terrible. Do you know what, though? I remember thinking, this episode is terrible. I didn't know that Babylon was to come. Because <laughs> <laughs> that just went, oh, yeah, you want to see terrible? Here you go. Yeah. Um, five, the sex-swapping Amish aliens from Genderbender. Oh, yes. The glitter, glittery-nippled, um, yeah, uh, mayonnaise uh, cave dwelling one. Yeah, mayonnaise cave. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Number four, our friend, Teleco. <laughs> I knew oh. it, I knew it. Why do people hate Teleco? <laughs> He's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee can. He sucks people's brains out with a little, a little like flute thing. Is that what he did? I can't remember. Yeah. He hides in coffee cups. He hides I mean, come down. on. He's, <laughs> he's a true hero. Um, uh, three, uh, the carnivorous underground fungus that made its victims high. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was terrible. That was really bad. But that was the one where they were like literally being digested. But when they got out of there, like like they, it was like someone had it was like someone had just scratched like a, a slight itch that they had. You know, they was they weren't eaten at all. It was just like oh, I'm just feeling a bit itchy. It's like no, they were being digested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Number two, the internet the internet dating fat pyre from Too Shy. Oh. <laughs> What was his name? It was like a Italian name. Well, oh, Virgil yeah. Encantos. Yes. That was it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But that's how we got Oblong. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you Oh, and uh, number one, they've got um, the cats from Tesos Dos Bicos. Oh, yes. Which yeah, I forgot that. That's um, the one where Scully got attacked. By, it was like a jaguar oh, monster right. or something, but you never saw him. 
apart from in the tent, but Scully got attacked by a room full of cats. And like, they they threw the little fake cat at her. That episode, we gave that that episode a 3.7. Brad loved it the most with a (laughs) 6. Yeah. Then Claire with a 5. I gave that episode a a 2.5. Maybe maybe I shoved that episode right out of my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Brad, do you have Can't... any more lists for us? I, I do. I've got another one here. Um I'm just I'm still upset that Conquistador Tree people didn't make that didn't make that list. I, because like, I feel yeah. like for whatever reason, in, even in that episode, we made the connection that's what they were saying, but I don't feel like they ever made it's true (laughs) so i don't know how they would even categorize it (laughs) um so i've got another it's so crazy like now we can uh there's no spoilers we can go pretty much look up anything about x-files yeah um you know just in time for when i've wanted to really (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) i'm I'm sure we've missed out a lot of things um if we missed out on something please have that information (laughs) (laughs) we don't need it um but i got another list here from of uh it's from vulture it's 20 awesomely absurd x-files fanfic crossovers oh amazing so the way they've gotten this broken down here um please um, tell me there's one of uh of the uh the pokemon and the X-Files uh, talk about 9-11 or whatever it was that you, you spoke about on Ramjack. Oh my or was God, it Mario? Was I can't remember. Yeah, it was like Super Mario yeah. Brothers dealing with 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, you know, they're New Yorkers. It makes sense. Of course. Um, but this has, um, it, it has, uh, of course, what the crossover is, a little synopsis and uh, some other information, including the steamiest line. So... Steamiest. Steamiest line. Sometimes they're not very steamy, but, you know, whatever. Um, So first, we've got We'll judge if they're steamy or not, Brad. Thank you very much. Well, how about... How how much does this turn you on? X-Files meets Seinfeld. (laughs) X-Files meets Seinfeld? Yeah. I hated Seinfeld whenever I watched it. Mulder and Scully go to New York to investigate a laundromat dryer that may have sucked a man to another dimension. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that was never an Steamiest episode. Line. Steamiest line. You know, Jerry, I'd forgotten how much action there is in these laundromats, said George, looking inside the laundromat window. His eyes darted around the machines, gazing at the single women washing their fineries. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's terrible. Just sad, really. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. well... Maybe you'll feel better about the X-Files meets MASH. MASH? Oh, MASH. Mash. How? Why? (laughs) (laughs) All the questions you'd like Chris Carter to answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Was Henry Blake's death the sad fortune of war it seemed in 1952? Can Fox, Mulder, and Dana Scully help Hawkeye Pierce find out the truth? Or is Pierce somehow playing the two FBI agents? How does the history of the 4077th tie into that of the consortium? God, this sounds like it's actually serious. A steamiest line. It doesn't even sound like it's fun. I know. A blur. Then 
a blur then streaked through the park, knocking Cigarette Man down as it did. With gray hair dye not yet washed out, Margaret Pierce was kissing her husband like he'd rarely been kissed before. Angrily, the stunned spy pulled his gun and picked a target. Dana Scully. Oh, boy. God, that's terrible. Fuck oh. off. That's the worst. <laughs> that's horrible. Okay, guys, I've got a quick question for you uh, before we go into any more. Have a little think. Have a think about what you would most like to see X-Files crossover with. And then let me know in a moment. All right. Um... Meanwhile, think about this uh, this sexy turn when the X-Files meets Scrubs. <laughs> oh. Talk about other shows I hated. Yeah. I, it's, oh. I um, can't imagine the smugness of Mulder and Zach Braff. Oh, fuck. From Scrubs. Oh, God. No. Um, no what about the X-Files meets The Hunger Games? <laughs> now you're talking because it means Mulder could uh, could get taken out by uh, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Through the heart. Steamiest line. The announcer woman turns to Mulder, almost bouncing up and down with excitement. <laughs> what a handsome young man! She shoots me a quick glance. Do you and Miss Scully know each other? Are you family, friends, or more? Whatever. Oh. How about that? That's so oh. not steamy. Um, wh- do they have, like, X-Files meets Glee, so it could be, like, the most offensive show on TV? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I bet it's oh. out there somewhere. Oh, fuck. I, uh, <laughs> uh, what about... All right, I'm just going to knock some of these out real quick. All right. Brady Bunch. They did that already. I don't know what this is about. Yeah. It exists. Oh, fuck. Steamiest line. (laughs) Marcia sat, legs crossed, at the boy's desk. Her limpid blue eyes fixed on Mulder. Oh, no! He was the most beautiful thing thing she'd ever seen. Not like football player beautiful. More like tiger beat beautiful. (laughs) Oh, Claire, this one's for you. The X-Files meets Twin Peaks. (laughs) Yay! Synopsis. Mulder decides he wants to become a woman and changes his name to Denise. <laughs> Alex Krychek delivers a bloodhound <gasps> to a deputy in the small town of Twin Peaks and encounters a Mulder lookalike cross-dressing DA agent Denise Bryson. Oh, and they fall in oh, love. That'd be so fine. Steamiest line. Here we go. <clears throat> the woman I saved looked like Mulder. Mulder in a tight black sheath dress with a t- with a torn strap. A smear of bright red lipstick and mascara running from one eye. A surprisingly strong hand steadied me, and a voice that sounded like my lover said, Hey there, don't faint on me now. You're my white knight. (laughs) I kind of want to read that one. (laughs) (laughs) And then Um, Krychek turned into Essential, and Mulder rode him all night. (laughs) So uh, after that, we got Gone with the Wind. Nope. Twilight. No. I Dream no. of Genie. Oh, God. <laughs> Frasier. Of course, Frasier. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah why not? Ugh. 24 and Alias. In <laughs> oh, one story. No. 
Can you imagine X Files and like Chris Carter written X Files crossover with Twenty Four? Most racist thing ever. Ooh. Um. What about uh, My Little Pony? <laughs> oh What's the genius line in that, Brad? I must know. <clears throat> Please tell Skelly. me it's because Crycheck turns into a pony and then Mulder, right? <laughs> oh, first of all, let me just read you the synopsis. My FBI ponies, Mulder and Scully, work oh. to prove that humans exist despite the machinations of the chair-rocking mare. <laughs> what? Oh, steamiest line. Scully looked at Mulder. I'm pregnant. Mulder frowned, <laughs> looking at an ultrasound. Scully, I think your baby is a human-pony hybrid. It can't be. He turned the ultrasound to show her. On it was a picture of the baby. Clearly a centaur. Oh my god. Um, what about Titanic and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? And X-Files? Yep, all in one. Why? Um, another mixer. We got X-Files. Um, Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. and Misfits of Science. Ooh. Gosh. Now you're talking. <laughs> uh, the Office. What X-Files and Baywatch Nights? I wish. My So-Called Life, Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, you know, Ooh. all the ones that you would have imagined, really. <laughs> right, like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Ooh. that just the X-Files anyway? Like Mulder and Scully, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, oh, burn. <laughs> and finally, uh, X-Files meets Wallace and Gromit. Well, I want to see none of those, apart from the one with Twin Peaks, because that's delightful. Yeah, I thought you would enjoy that and one. And also, it's Crycheck-centric, you know, that makes yeah. me happy. Well, what I... would you guys like to see fanfic with X-Files crossed over with, then? I mean, Baywatch Nights, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be an amazing one. What about Miami Connection? (laughs) (laughs) Like, or how about, like, the FP? Because then they could, like, go and (laughs) the X-File would be looking for the ducks. (laughs) Oh my god, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Um, mm-hmm. So I did try and research, like, because you can look up, like, the X-Files mythology explained. <laughs> and I I couldn't get through any of the articles I looked up. I just, I was like, <laughs> this is more convoluted than the show. <laughs> um, I'm sure. Even on BuzzFeed, it takes, this was before season 10 uh, came out. It was 65 things you need to know about the mythology oh. of X-Files. 65! BuzzFeed, your oh list is supposed word. to be like 19 max. Like, what's happening? Seriously. Yeah. 8,000 yeah, things you need to understand to make sense of this fucking television yeah. show. Uh, so, yeah, so it goes through, like, the syndicate and the colonists and everything, and I, you know, it's BuzzFeed, so it's literally like, here's a sentence and a picture. So there's not really, like... I don't think they're actually connecting the dots in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) But I just thought it was crazy that even BuzzFeed's list had to be 65 uh, points. Yeah. Because I still don't... I mean, I feel like I understand the mythology as best as anyone. 
that are, <laughs> to yeah. No one has put more time into it than we have. We no I, one. And yeah, I'm even talking no about about um about um um other X Files podcasts. Uh, what's it called? Um, uh, the other one that he finished, and he was in he was in Where Monster episode. What's his name? Oh, uh, first of all, he 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 didn't finish it. He's, no, I mean he, he didn't finish. Oh yeah, uh, Camille Nanjiani's. That, sorry. Therefore, we have put more time into studying the mythology. We've definitely put more time than the writers have. Oh, yeah. Cool. I mean... I mean, hasn't? I'm just looking back at um, my <laughs> list of people in the X-Files when I was keeping that list. At some of the names, like, we had Plain Clothed Man. That was the name of someone in the Red-headed man, and he wasn't even red-headed? No. It was Overcoat Man. <laughs> Like, yeah. what? Candy Apple Man. <laughs> okay, well, that was our name, but still. <laughs> Remember Well Manicured Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> French Coat Man. I, this uh, show just makes no sense. Like, it's shocking. It's like they went out of their way not to make sense. Yeah. And then, I mean, remember at the beginning of the years, we had Deep Throat, then Mr. X, and then Nobody? <laughs> they just gave up <laughs> on this idea of Mulder having someone to go to. <laughs> Cobra Kai for a second, and then she disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, where did she go? I thought she would be in the new season. Well, she literally I... disappeared till they had to find her for the trial. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the last we saw her. And then she contributed nothing. Yep. Well, Alan Dale, where the hell's he? <laughs> yeah. We left season nine, and he was still out there lurking about causing mischief. Maybe he came across a rock and died. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> we never knew what happened to Skinner's ex-wife, Sharon. <laughs> yeah. What happened to Skinner's assistant? <laughs> his real wife. Yeah, his real wife is his assistant, and they're still married. Mm. The real Skinner's life is definitely more put together than... X-Files Skinner's life. <laughs> the real Skinner, because he's really Skinner in real life. <laughs> when I see him in pictures, though, that's all I think about is him as Skinner now. Even though I've seen I, him before. I forget that things. he's in Supernatural, because, I mean, yeah. ugh, his character when he came back in Supernatural. Yeah. So bad. Here's a question. Do you think Bill Scully ever saw that movie about Scully and Mulder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Like, one of these kids are, like, really into that movie, and he's like, oh, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah, oh, fucking I'm... aunt. She's nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he was just like... Because <laughs> he, if I remember correctly, he hates Mulder as well, right? Oh, yeah, he hates everybody. He hates, he hates everyone apart from himself. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't even go to his... His mom was dying. He didn't even go. He didn't even turn up to her funeral, I bet. Listen, uh, I'm in Germany. Is, it, is, she gonna, is she gonna be dead by the time I get there? What is that... What does that matter? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no point in coming then, is there? Sorry. I mean, they're not gonna have a funeral anyway. <laughs> yeah, just chuck her in the sea. <laughs> it's what Ahab would have wanted. <laughs> I'm looking at this list and this is like just such a fucking ridiculous list. I mean, they they try and and split out the hybrids versus the rebel aliens versus the bounty hunter aliens. 
I don't think they talk about the shape-shifting aliens. <laughs> but for a, a, for a sweet moment, a sweet little a sweet spot, we understood the mythology for that yeah. first movie, do you remember? And we were yeah. like, oh, okay. And then they came back and ruined <laughs> and everything. And they came back and they yeah. went, nope. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. Because the thing is, they had that whole thing with the shapeshifters and the hybrids and the bees, and it didn't work together. And then they kind of just cut a lot of it out and put it together and had it made sense through the movie. And then they immediately fucked it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God, this is so stupid. I mean, I'm going to say, there's a lot of shows that has mythology that doesn't really, you know, hold together 100%. One of them we might be talking about in a week's time, guys. But I feel like the difference with this show is I feel like they, Chris Carter is so pompous that he feels like he's saying something important and that he's doing this beautiful tapestry. Yeah. And he's not. They're just, they're not like, they're, they're, I, that's the difference, I feel. Well, because I, I can't I, forgive it. Yeah, because I think... It's understandable, like, when you're writing a television show, that you are making up it as, 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 you, as you go along. That's mm-hmm. the way it has to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, of course, yeah. Because you don't know what's going to work, you don't know what's going to stick. You don't want to write yourself into a box or, like, plan too far in advance because then there's no way to be creative about it. I completely understand and appreciate that. But this fucking show, it takes its mistakes and it just ignores them or amplifies them. Yeah, it it makes no effort to try to hang it together. Like if you and if it's you realize rewriting you, itself rather than expanding on what it said, it doesn't expand yeah. on what it said before. It rewrites it over and over. I, I'm completely fine if you want to retcon and be like, okay, actually, that's not really what happened. Uh, here's what we do, and that you can do that a couple of times, and you're fine. But this show's like, ah, let's do something else instead. Okay, fuck everything we did before. Uh, we're doing this now. But before mm-hmm. they tell you to fuck everything, they remind you what all of that was. Yeah. And then, and then they, they say, still use it. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> yeah, it's really... As you can uh, see, listeners, or hear, it's, it's super frustrating. Yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know how people kept watching this show and not become frustrated with mythology episodes. I guess because at some point you thought, well, it has to come together at some point. I mean, I it's know. crazy because it really the only thing it's got going for it is it's a it's it's a good gimmick for a show. Yeah, yeah. Um, in in part of this list, they have a, a picture of young Gibson praised before he looked all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Gibson praised <laughs> when he was just a young Filipino child playing chess. <laughs> <laughs> poor little Filipino child. <laughs> Like, that... Why? Why was that even a thing? He's <laughs> so <know>. fucking lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm looking at this picture. I'm like, oh, look how sweet little Gibson Price used to look <laughs> uh. <laughs> before he became oh. the monster he is today. <laughs> he was the key to everything. <laughs> he was one of many keys. It's like it's like janitor key rings. <laughs> there were a lot of keys. Yes. <laughs> everything <laughs> so many keys i mean the bees the bees were a thing for a while and then they just weren't <laughs> samantha was the key to everything before we found out she had long been dead and turned into stars 
Uh, so this thing says Samantha Mulder's abduction, which was part of the project, was hugely influential on Mulder and led to his work in the X-Files. I'm like, I wonder if anywhere in this list, I haven't seen it yet, but that they talk about the, that he was sprayed with paranoia spray. Yeah. Paranoia spray was a bigger part of him being involved in the X-Files <laughs> than his sister being abducted and raptured into stars. <sighs> it's, like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb that that was what that was all leading to. Because, like, they really, they went on with Samantha Mulder for so long. We had all those fucking clones that weren't actually clones because they were hybrids, which is not a clone. Mm-hmm. And I just can't believe that in 2016, Chris Carter still has no idea how DNA works. <laughs> in these most recent episodes, they're cutting out large sections of people's DNA and replacing it with other stuff. Or just cutting it out. You can do that. Science, Brad. Science. Oi. Yeah. Oh, oh, good, BuzzFeed. Number 62. It is hinted that Mulder is William's biological father, but this is never officially confirmed. That's because he's not. <laughs> it's because he's it's not. because he's not, yeah. <laughs> also, no one has a clue what baby William is. Also, I love the fact, as we mentioned last week, that Paul Spender, though, Spender, like, fixed William and made him, like, not a super soldier anymore, but by doing that, William's just going to die like everyone else of this new disease thing. Yep. Poor baby William. But he's the key to everything, and he's full of stem he's cells. Every- and he's not trash. <laughs> he's, he's just one big stem cell. That's all he is. <laughs> I love, like, Tammy, I can't imagine that he's grown up. He's still a baby. I know. <laughs> Little baby William. What if, oh what if when they have another season of X-Files, which let's all hope they don't, um, <laughs> but he's like, it's really like, it's like, we're going to go like super 90s cool. He's like a super rad, like skateboarding, like backwards baseball cap. You mean he's thumbs up, though? <laughs> he's thumbs up, though. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I want. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I want. I want him to be thumbs up, Doc. <laughs> hey guys, I got taken by Skype, but I got a cast in the new series. Whoa. <laughs> I'm playing William. Thumbs up. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm totally human, not a dog. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Did Scully I... keep that dog? You know the dog that she stole in the Wear Monster episode? Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. Did she keep that dog? She she is she is a professional dog thief. I mean, she is. Brad, you can learn from her. Yeah, really. I, I do. I do respect. I respect. <laughs> I respect her work. So I she's got a, a question better dog for you guys. Thief than she's doctor. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. I would like to know your favorite character throughout the whole of the X Files and your least favorite character. Well, my least Brad. favorite probably would I wouldn't even remember who my least favorite is. I'm Fox I think my least favorite memorable yeah. character is Mulder. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Come on, that's the easy one. Or actually, I mean Dana with an eye as well. I really hated her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she was really annoying. Um and my favorite I think would be like character would probably be Crycheck because he's the Loki of X-Files. He's a delight. I mean, I think overall, regular character would be Doggett, but my favorite, like, 
bad guy or whatever would be Donnie Faster. I love him so <laughs> You love your Donnie Faster. I really, really... He's, he is the creepiest of creepy dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he washes people's hair and does their nails and then fucking kills them. He's creepy <laughs> and has all the candles. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, he's all the candles, all the shampoo. Yes. I would agree that out of the four kind of lead characters, if you like... Five of it's Skinner included. My favorite would be Doggett. Yeah. Because Skinner got bad later yeah. on. Yeah. Which I think is funny why loads of people hate Doggett. But, I like, he's definitely my favorite out of the leads. Brad, what oh, about it's, you? It's Doggett um, closely followed by Super Drunk Race. <laughs> <laughs> Who I, I, and I hated her so much when she first came around. Yeah. Yeah. It was really was... just the. It was. It wasn't until we realized she was drunk that it was okay. <laughs> it was when I said. I think I said one episode that she always looked like. I realized what it was about her, and it's always that she looked like she'd been on a bender the night before. Yeah. And hadn't mm-hmm. like redone her makeup, and that's when we realized that she was drunk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, and then since then we've all that. loved her. Yeah, I think yeah. you had brought that up, and then I just confirmed and said, "Well, that's canon now. <laughs> She's drunk right yeah. and that's it." Um, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I knew there was something I liked about her. I just couldn't yeah. put my finger on it. Because, <laughs> yeah, I did not hate her as much as you guys did. I just thought she was so wacky. And I was like, there's something about her that I, I like. And she didn't play it like Mulder. Like, she was wacky. Yeah. She knew she was wacky. And it wasn't like a, a big deal. And she knew when to keep it together. <laughs> so yeah. I, she wasn't I a total her. creep as well. No, no, not at all. Oh, I, I, revi- I revised my favorite, favorite character. My, wait, I gotta revise my favorite character is Frank Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frank Black. <sighs> I mean, if if anything good were to come out of this show, it was that we watched uh, Millennium. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. definitely. Definitely. Sure, we watched Harsh Realm, but. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> we uh, favorite character anyone in Harsh Realm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Mike Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> that whining baby arsehole. <laughs> oh, I hated him. <laughs> Not as much as the lead, whose name I can't even remember. Yeah. And of course, never uh, forget Agent Pendrel. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also American hero Jeffrey Spender, of course. Oh, I love Why I is love it all the characters we love are the ones everyone else hates? I honestly think it's because everyone else loves Mulder. And we love the characters that everyone hates because they're the antithesis of Mulder. Yeah. yeah. Also, we're it. right and they're wrong. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Hello. I get it, guys. It's just an opinion, but you're wrong about your opinion. I mean, you're super wrong about your opinions. <laughs> like, they're the worst opinions. I also have another question for you guys. What would you say, out of the past ten seasons we have seen was the show's biggest triumph and its biggest crime. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I would say, for me personally, the biggest crime <laughs> is how they didn't use Crycheck as well as they should, and they just fizzled away his story into nothing. That's one of the things, because obviously I love Crycheck. He's, he's my little... He's my babe. Um See, I- I would say as well, overall, I would say the biggest crime is the complete lack of any effort into 
doing any research <laughs> into your show. Yeah. See, I, I would think the biggest crime, and really it's because I love Doggett and Rhea so much, is that they would not let Mulder go in season yes. 8 and mm. 9. Yeah, and yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, to ruin two seasons of your show because an actor decided to leave and you as writers and creator couldn't let him go, that's mm-hmm. so weak. I, yeah. I stand by, if they could have done that, then this could have been like um, like oh, a yeah. Law & Order. Like, yeah. this show could have just ran forever and yeah. had spinoffs. Well, like, I think I you said, could have like, done X-Files like, Miami. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's such a good concept, because it's like, there are a few concepts that could literally run forever, and one is like Doctor Who, um, X-Files, and then something like Quantum Leap. Doctor Who and uh, Quantum Leap is because of time travel, Obviously, you've got shows that are anthologies that could go forever, but X-Files, because it is that law and order setup, is a show that could go for forever. Also, also really. Baywatch Nights. Baywatch Nights could yeah. go well, forever. I mean, Baywatch Nights, obviously, yeah. Angie Harmon still looks amazing. Come on. And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to find a triumph. Um, but <laughs> um, triumph, uh, Frank Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> triumph, Frank Black. <laughs> All the Franks. Triumph, I would say... The triumph, like how kind of Tammy, you said a minute ago, the triumph of X Files is that it introduced us to four devils gathered at a donut shop and talking about the <laughs> dealings of mankind, <laughs> aka Millennium, because I freaking loved Millennium and I wouldn't have watched it without watching the X Files. So that's and, the biggest triumph of X Files. And, and I'll just say, um, now we may not agree with this. But um, considering our new president, um, Donald Trump, here in the United States, um, it's a real win for what? whimsical rape. Oh, yeah, oh, real, yeah. Win, real win for whimsical rape. So if yeah, you're I, a supporter of that, then I guess that's a win for you. I, <laughs> up until season 10, I would have said one of their big triumphs was realizing that the baby William storyline did not work and got rid of that baby. That would have <laughs> yeah. been a triumph. But then yeah. they fucking brought it back in season 10 and ruined it for themselves. <laughs> like, Also, just... if they, I would have said, if they had managed to have genuine character development with the two leads, yeah. that, like, yeah. like, that felt genuine and organic, that would have been a triumph. But they didn't. <laughs> and I, it, I like all and, these things that could have been a triumph. Yeah, and but... not every show needs character development. You know, you yeah. don't you don't have to it depends on the format but with this show where you've got two characters that are such polar opposites at the start you you need development there not just and not treat it as character development that they're always just flip-flopping so if one is the other way around in one episode you know the other person has to disagree that's not character yeah. development i don't feel like these characters developed at all by the end of this season i like at the end of the show i honestly i'm trying to think how they've yeah. de- i can't think I feel Scully like they're exactly worse. the same people. She's got to get worse. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, yeah, she she got bored with life and then got worse. <laughs> yeah, it's Scully yeah. even got too bad for uh, for Skinner, and he moved on to uh, Einstein. Yeah. That's how bad Scully got. <laughs> Einstein. So really Skinner, Skinner's a real winner in the show. True. <laughs> <laughs> He's a winner for the chicken dinner. <laughs> Man, that he was a triumph. Coming back in season 10 and looking that so goddamn good. My goodness. Oh my god, yeah. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm 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 liking the beard. It takes oh, away yeah. from his scene face that he had exactly. in Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, that's... Uh, hmm. Any more uh, points about the X-Files before I move on to some... Um, Hi. Mulder versus Scully and some ratings. I am. I will say I am genuinely glad we finished the show. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad yeah. that we watched it because it is such a like cultural um, staple. If you if you know what I mean, it's like it's influenced stuff since. But I mean, we can say X Files was totally influenced by like Twi- Twin Peaks and stuff before it, but it's influenced stuff since. You know, and. Yeah. So I'm really glad from that point of view that I've I've seen the whole thing. I'm really glad I got to talk about it with you guys because you are both delightful people. Um, and I'm re- I am really glad that we we stuck with it because there was times where we didn't know if we would. Um, but I am glad we did because I feel like we have triumphed over the X Files. Yeah. Um, and it uh, I do feel like if we hadn't stuck with it all the way through, if we had seen any of the episodes this year like season 10 and thought how bad it was i feel like like we have a better understanding of no the show's always had bad stuff you know what i mean i feel glad that we we've watched it all and then managed to go straight into like the new stuff almost yeah Uh, look i'm i am glad just for watching like the few doggett based episodes because i really do think those were really really strong episodes and just you know, really, really good things that that I would go back and watch the two Doggett episodes, oh. um, you know. And I've watched uh, X Cops. I had watched that when we watched it, and then yeah. I made Dan sit and watch that episode because I thought it was truly a really great episode and funny. It was fun. yeah, and like Clyde Bruckman as well. I yeah. love Clyde Bruckman. So I mean, that... there's there's definitely some there's some fun ones. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we're not set, you know, not saying every episode is terrible. Of course right. it is. There's there's been some great episodes. There's been some wacky episodes that we loved, and you can tell kind of the ones that we sort of love for their wackiness because <laughs> they're the ones that keep getting brought up over and over again, like Teleco and Kistor uh, <laughs> Tree Monsters and Fresh Fresh Bones with a. Uh, Colonel Tiny Eyes and the Ghost Wear Cat. You know, like, so we're never going to forget those because they were so wacky. But, um, yeah. yeah, there's been so, I mean, there's major, major problems, obviously, with the show that we've gone into in more more than enough detail. But, you know... There's also I'm a huge amount of episodes that we have completely mm-hmm. forgotten. And when we oh, bring yeah. them up, it's nothing but question marks. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I threw together some uh, some more of our stats for um, Mulder versus Scully versus Doggett versus Reyes. So um, try check. <laughs> out of all the episodes, um, Scully won obviously with yeah. ni- ninety one of the episodes. Wow! And how many episodes are there? Like two hundred. Two hundred and nine, I think, was including the movies. So. Um, but I did a little, oh, let me give you the other stats. So Mulder had 34, Doggett had 27, and, um, is that right? Yeah, and Reyes had eight. So I did a little math that said, okay, well, Mulder wasn't in every episode, so maybe I can't count, you know, let me deduct the episodes he wasn't in. Because Scully was pretty much in almost just about every episode. Um, Doggett was only in for two seasons. Sc- Reyes only in for two seasons. So I did it as a percentage of the amount of episodes they were in. You're a, you're a genuine math whiz, Tammy. <laughs> so Re- Reyes is the lowest still. 
So out of, because she only got eight, she was in 41 episodes. So she, um, or probably 40 episodes. Oh, let me fix that. She should have only been, I think, 40 episodes. <laughs> so Reyes and Mulder are tied, FYI. Wow. <laughs> nice. Eight out of 40 is 20%. Mulder got a score of 34 out of 170 episodes he was in. <laughs> so it's only at 20%. Um, Scully was 91 out of 209 episodes with 43.54%. And Doggett, 27 wins out of 40 episodes at 67.5%. Yay! <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> So when you look at it that way, which I think yeah. is the way we should look at it, because yeah. they just weren't in every episode, um, Doggett wins. And I counted Scully for every episode, including the ones she was not in, because she even won some of those episodes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I was like, all right, to be fair, I'll just go ahead and count her for all the episodes. So. Um, but yeah, so congratulations, Doggett. You've won the show. You've won our hearts. You've just won. <laughs> won the internet. Nice. <laughs> Um, and then I was looking at the overall seasons, so we might have brought this part up last time, but for the seasons only, so I just took out the movies, it was only two of them, so it really didn't change it that much, but, um, I love the X-Files the most, guys, I just love it with a 6.5. When you get in that X-Files tattoo, Tammy. I, I, <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I've seen some bad tattoos. Okay, uh, Claire liked it second best at 6.39. And Brad, she just didn't like it as much with the 6.33. We're all still pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we all. We all are pretty close. Overall, our average for the entire, all the episodes, um, or sorry, all the seasons of the X-Files is 6.41. And including the movies is 6.28. <laughs> that movie, uh-huh. too, really screwed it, is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that second I guess I'm Babylon got, as well. Yeah. That second movie got a 3.83 from the three of us. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, Sounds about yeah. right. The first movie it's got there's no werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> it's that no second, werewolves, but, that, but a so lot this, of child monsters. <laughs> so this is how far apart those two movies were. The first movie got a 7.5, which is the ho- the highest score between movies and seasons that the three of us gave something. 7.5. Oh. And then movie two, lowest score out between seasons and movies with a 3.83. So, um, but in between that, our favorite season overall was season two with a 7.2. And our lowest score was season 10 with a 5.61. Yep. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Season 10 was bad. Yeah. Season 8 would have been our other one with a 5.81. And I agree with that because that was when Mulder was still kind of in and out of some of the beginning episodes as well. Yeah. Yeah. And we just were done with him and we all thought he was gone right away. And it was just, yeah. Um, As far as just um, episodes go, Clyde Bruckman got a 10 from all of us. with So that is the highest rated episode. Um, between the three of us, so 10 out of 10. And Babylon got the lowest with a, a <laughs> 2 from all of us. <laughs> so individually, yeah. yes, we've given some episodes lower than that, but collectively, um, Babylon was it with a 2. I, I agree with that. So, yeah. 
it's pretty it's pretty crazy when you see like our our ratings like all staff that was interesting like with the app like the percentages thanks for doing that Tammy. that was good well once i started putting them together i just felt like it wasn't fair to just put dog it out there with 27 although it is kind of funny to see that he's got 27 and Mulder has 34 yeah like that's yeah very telling (laughs) so um and poor little ray is out there with her eight so (laughs) and i did include you know season 10 episode (laughs) wonder how many times we had chris carter as the monster Oh, that I did. I didn't. I was thinking of going back and doing that, but it had taken some time to get together the sixty-second summary, so I didn't get together. That. No, don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, no, I was just going to try and pull together some of the ones that I thought were pretty, pretty good monsters that we had. I'm pretty sure we had things like whimsical rape. I think we had um, yeah. racism one time. Um, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I I do think we've had Chris Carter has probably been our monster more times than anything else. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure we've had Mulder as it one time, and I'm pretty sure we actually had... No, definitely. I want to say we did have Scully as the monster one time. Yeah, we did. But I feel like we did. I think we had Scully maybe as the monster for that one where she had the affair with um, all things. Oh, maybe, because she wrote that episode. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe it wasn't her, it was Gillian Anderson. We've definitely had David Duchovny as the monster. Yeah. We've had David Duchovny as the monster, and we've had Gillian Anderson. Yeah. I thought maybe it was, like, the very first time we had a super religious Scully episode. I, I don't remember the name of the episode, but I just remember that was that was the episode I really thought, like, I don't know if I can continue doing the show. And it was really early on, because I left that I left podcasting about that episode with a headache. Because it was just oh. so much. The things that I've done for you guys... <laughs> <laughs> the listeners will never understand. No, not at all. Um, so maybe we should get to some feedback, Brad. Yeah. Sure. One second. All right. Well, we get uh, a little bit from Ian here. I uh, I know I was on last week, but I just <laughs> had to send this in, saying thank you so much for everything you've done over the last couple of years. You've persevered through a show which you find very difficult at times. All in the name of just having a laugh at the absurdity this show can throw at you sometimes. It's been fantastic. It really has. And I'm just disappointed I wasn't able to guest host sooner. Or even send in as much feedback as I wish I had. Anyway... Despite all of that, I really want to know what you think happened to some of our main stars. I don't care about Mulder really too much, (laughs) but what happened to Scully? I've got my own thoughts. What happened to Reyes and Doggett? What happened to Skinner? Did he end up with Scully? Or did he end up with uh, Agent Einstein? And aside from that, where are our old buddies, hey? Where's Fluky? And where's Teleco hiding? Can't we get a bit more advice from Thumbs Up Dog? I'd love that. (laughs) And what's the latest conspiracy theory? Anyway, I really don't have much more to say except to say that I think I picked up a transmission from about 200 years into our future. 
you might want to Ooh. listen to it. Could give you a few answers lingering after the last season's finale. Oh no. So Alright, well we gotta let's let's listen to this transmission and then we'll uh okay, then we'll answer all these start. important okay. questions. segment today in history and this week we'll be looking at that moment 246 years ago when one woman Monica Reyes saved the world when it seems <laughs> certain that an unknown contagion would wipe out the world Miss Reyes stole an experimental aircraft based upon alien designs which no race has yet come forward to claim ownership of. She was then able to deliver a cure that no one had expected, tequila. Thanks to her efforts, (laughs) only one person died that day, a former FBI agent and suspected felon, Fox Mulder. The immortal who was once a close personal friend of Reyes, has declined to speak on the subject since Monica's death in 2071. Additionally, it is now believed that the combined chemical effects of the outbreak with tequila is what triggered the rapid growth of telepathy in humans, so that a century later, in 2115, it could be proven scientifically. More information on Monica Reyes can be found in her autobiography, Whale Song and Dog It, <laughs> as well as Dana Scully's The Official Debunking of the X-Files. This is a must-read for anyone interested in the crazy conspiracy theories of the late 20th century. Originally commissioned by the FBI, Scully did not publish it until after first contact was made with the Centauri in 2156. <laughs> Up next, wow. we continue to cover the crisis involving the cult of Bieberism in Syria Planum. <laughs> this has been your ISN News. Amazing. Oh, that was oh, thank brilliant. You. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love another... that tequila <laughs> is the cure. Yes. <laughs> and hearing that reminded me that we find out in that uh, um, Mein Kampf Part 1 that the government did, like, make knockoff UFOs. So it is even yeah. more likely that Reyes stole a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine her flying it, like, in... Uh... Flight of the Navigator, like singing and dancing along to the Beach Boys. That's what I want to see. Amazing. So, I get around. so what do we think happened after season 10? Um, where are they now? Uh, we don't care about Mulder. Uh, Mulder's, dead. Um, uh, Mulder's dead. Mulder's dead. Uh, what happened to uh, Scully? Did she get sucked up into to Reyes's... Uh, Scully and Reyes hooked up. Scully Reyes hooked Whoa. up. Okay, that's they realized that actually they were <laughs> in love all along. Um, yeah, that's what happened. I'm okay with that. Uh... They had, and then Scully, um, they adopted six children. All of them were named William. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Even the girls. <laughs> uh, how about nice. Skinner? Is he with Einstein? Skinner, yeah, he's with Einstein. Or has he moved on to another redhead? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he trades <laughs> up for a younger nanny. model every uh, so many years. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
Claire, do you think Crycheck has been hiding this whole time, or is he really dead? He's hiding in my heart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, sadly, he's really dead, and that makes me very sad, but, you know... If the lone gunman could come back to life and apparently live under their tombstones in Arlington Cemetery or whatever it was, Crycheck could still come back if there's a season in eleven. Although I don't think he will because I think Nicholas Lee probably won't. No, 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 no. Don't don't you know what happened? Um, listen, Smoking Man had this planned all along. <laughs> um, his real plan: he cloned Crycheck. <gasps> As part of a plan to uh, um, um, make a deal to fight the aliens with the clones um, of hybrids that were going to fight the aliens so that we could make a deal with the aliens. I like it. Yeah. There's an army of crychecks. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, army of crychecks. My dream. Um, what do you think baby William is up to these days? He's thumbs up talk. <laughs> <laughs> when, um... When Spinder took all that DNA out of him with that <laughs> injection, um, yeah, he mutated into to a dog boy. So uh, he sums up dog. <laughs> Whoa! Where do you think Fluky is, Claire? Besides your heart, Fluky, Fluky inside my heart. Fluky grew his little frog feet back. His little Fluky frog feet, and he found a little Fluky, a Fluky girlfriend. Aww. And then I think they went off and they joined the uh, the freak show out of the episode Humbug. <laughs> and they're making making a lot of money traveling with um, whatever his name was. I, I can't remember his name, but I want to say Dr. Teeth, even though it's not because he's one of the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean. You the guy that the freak show joined up it. with uh, um, Electric Mayhem. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What an amazing episode yeah. that would be. Um, oh. Seriously. And... Where do we think Teleco is? Yeah, he's sitting um, in my, my pencil sharpener right now. I, actually, I was in your pencil sharpener earlier. Um, but then I decided to hop on the uh, Reyes party party wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty, went to, to Teleco. I mean, who uh, At the moment, are you sitting in a, in a glass of tequila, Teleco? Oh, yes. It was a crazy night. <laughs> God... I, I can't even imagine what that that party UFO would be. Like, <laughs> just oh, it'd be amazing. So Where do we intense. think Doggett is? Huh? Like chopping well, wood. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, like his character at the end of uh, Fire in the Sky? <laughs> yeah. Wearing a sad beard? Yeah. yeah, he's no, he's not growing a sad beard, but he's chopping wood, wearing a flannel shirt, um, like drinking you know, a scotch. I mean, being as manly like, as humanly possible. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about Spender? Oh, 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 he's with Scoops. He's with Scoops. Oh, nice. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well done, Doggett. What do you think about Spender? Uh, I think he's still plotting to kill George. I think <laughs> now that he's saved the world and he's, well, he's helped save baby William at least. And he probably destroyed all the super soldiers, which is why they weren't back in season 10. You know what he's probably so, done? Because true. he's so super industrious. Because, like, as we said before, Mulder, like, sat around and did nothing. He sat in the desert with Gibson Praise playing the PS2 or whatever <laughs> they were doing for, like, a year doing nothing. And in the meantime, Spender managed to, like, do this elaborate plan and get this cure and everything. Spender probably realized that George was going to release this this disease in season 10. So he'd already gone and found baby William again. 
because he's super industrious and he'd like put the DNA back in me or put the cure in him. So he's already cured him because he actually gives a shit and Scully doesn't. <laughs> okay. So once again, also, he saved the day and nobody will give him credit. Well, yeah, I think um, I definitely agree. I think Spender, after he took out all the super soldiers, then he took down the Millennium Group. <laughs> um, and using what he learned from that about what the time they sent out a virus that killed all of humanity or whatever. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he's pretty, he was prepared to take on, uh, this new threat. And then he teamed up with Frank Black. Oh, can you imagine? That would be the best show. Yeah. I mean, after Black and Spender. Black and Spender. Is it a spinoff of Check and Spender? Yes. Uh, um all right we have another piece of feedback from michael david yes he's been with us since the beginning mm-hmm. hello brad tammy claire otherwise known as intro to X. uh this is my <laughs> final feedback here in a quiet morning from the boardwalk um i just want to talk about the x files and how it changed my life well maybe not all right it was a good show um, I know that's debatable, and I enjoyed <laughs> making fun of it as well, but when I was on, I gotta say, it did bring genre TV back to the mainstream, because there was nothing on, uh, the networks other than cop shows and hospital shows, really, so it did break that barrier, and it was really the first online fandom. Now, there have been some issues along the way, uh, you know. <laughs> There was three, which Tammy enjoyed for some bizarre reason. Um, there was a lot of other bad stuff. Um, Scully killed Ponce de Leon. There was that. Uh, but my my question is this. How would your life be... How much worse would your life be if you had never experienced the acting of David Duchovny? Because he's an amazing, amazing actor. And uh, I know he's touched you all in some way Ooh. and uh, I, would just, I would just like to hear you all gush about um, you know, just his love of the craft and, and what he does uh, that, that's all I have um, I, overall I would give the series a solid 8 um, I know this these last, well that second movie was complete trash um, and then all six of those recent episodes, none were very good considering they were made in modern day and not 20 years ago uh, but overall, I'll give it an 8 because it did do a lot for TV. It helped bridge the gap to give us Buffy and things like that. So uh, I'll give it its due respect and ignore that none of the mythology makes any sense whatsoever. Um, that's all. That's all. Uh, that's all I got. God bless David Duchovny. God bless his speediness. He's an incredibly fast man, good dancer. Just, just God bless, guys. God bless. <laughs> Wow. Um, I, I will say, you know, I have heard Dave Duchovny does enjoy craft mac and cheese and the craft table, the craft service table. Um, so, yeah, he's really mm-hmm. into the craft. He also Guys, can I say craft. can I say to Michael David, I never want to hear the words David Duchovny and gushing in the same sentence ever again. <laughs> Just or saying. how has David Duchovny touched you? Never. You'll <laughs> never say that again. That's terrible. <laughs> No. I, as, as I was using that voicemail, I looked something up, and just on the chance that it might actually exist, and 
Season 11, episode 14 of Inside the Actor's Studio. No! No! I can't even imagine. (laughs) We would just go silent. What character did uh, uh, James Lipton want to talk to? <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because they all talk the same. Like I would just if, if for a moment. I was wondering. I was hoping we could possibly speak to Special Agent Poxmulder. <laughs> hey. Um, okay, here. no problem, James Lipton. I'm just gonna turn into Foxmulder. Hey, I'm Foxmulder. <laughs> Amazing. Truly breathtaking. <laughs> Oh no! What the hell did they talk about? I don't know. I don't know. It kind of makes me want to watch. I know. I can't even imagine. Like, uh, I mean, we are talking about season eleven. They were really just like whoever we can get. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you said season eleven, then Brad, I nearly had a heart attack because I thought you were going to say season eleven been announced. I was like, no, damn you, Trump. <laughs> It is good. Yes, it is Trump's fault. Um, it is good to know that Inside the Action Studio made it farther than X Files. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> yeah, I. Uh, there's there's nothing that I can really say about David Duchovny's acting that's going to come out. Has Lance here. Henriksen ever been on Inside the Actor Studio? Oh, that would a be good a fun question. episode. Yeah. Don't tell me if Jeff Goldblum's been on because I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has. Yeah, freakiest man ever. <laughs> he did. He did go to the actors' studio. Who? Lance Henriksen. Yeah. Mm. But uh, I don't think he's been on the program. Oh, James Luton, what the hell are you doing? Ah, uh, seriously. Get yourself out. Sort out your life. You, you've only got like a thousand different characters to ask about. <laughs> if you have exactly. <laughs> You might ask about um, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. I, I love his character in the one episode he was in. It was so good. <laughs> it was. So. Um, well, I mean, I don't have anything more that I pulled together. So I feel like I am. I'm done with X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> we did it all, guys. Hey, we, I think we deserve a prize or something. Seriously. <laughs> Please send prizes. <laughs> <laughs> The email address a- will still be up, so you can send uh, you can send links to prizes, cash, yeah. um, cash would be valuable great. jewels, um, cute dogs, whatever. Aww, yeah, cute dogs. Send me cry checks. Send clear cry checks. Send me cute dogs. Tammy, what do you want? <laughs> oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. Dog it. Yeah, I'd like dog it. Oh, yeah. or Luke Cage. I know it's not in X Files, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, if you have one on hand, if you've just got a spare Luke Cage sitting around, by all means, I will, I will accept him. <laughs> You'll give it a forever home. <laughs> I mean, if there's any scoops in our big coats laying around, <laughs> I feel free to oh, take that. Uh, but I feel like dogs are probably easier to get your hands on. So, <laughs> Just do a scully from that episode. Just go into an animal shower, pick it up, do a little sneaky look around, and then just walk out with it so crazy um well awesome. then, uh we announced it in our last episode we'll say it again we are starting 
uh, Calavici Fashion Cast. So that starts up next week. Um, and I have I'm... found all the fun facts about Quantum Leap. <laughs> so uh, if you want to sign up for those episodes, I'm not sure how to do that yet. But hey, we have a Facebook group. So go on there and let us know if you want to sign up. Yes. Just look for Calavici Fashion Cast or, yeah, just ping, up, ping us a message or whatever. But there's not that many episodes in season one. I think there's only like eight or something. And we will not be having any guests for the first two episodes yeah. because it's a two-parter. But after that, we will. And I just posted it on our Intro to X Facebook page as well. So uh, go on and I I am looking that. at the episodes that are in season one. And if anyone's interested, I would recommend... Hmm, there aren't, I will say, there aren't any proper classics, but there's some wacky goodness in season one. And I'm sure there's all the fashion, and that's what's important for our fashion cast. <laughs> there is all the fashion. It is set in the, um, the, the future, the first episode set in the future um, year of 1995. Um, so we'll see the future <laughs> clothes that people were wearing in the future of 1995. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it was only it was 1995 was was when it was yes. the, the the show aired in 1989 and it was set the future so when wow. sam and now lives in the future was 1995 that's pretty bold for only six years yeah <laughs> <laughs> the show ran for five years it didn't mm. even make it to 95 <laughs> They'll never know if their fashion was true to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, guys? We can make it true. Oh, amazing. Amazing. So, yeah, if, you, if you like fashion or you hate it, you should listen either way. There'll be something for everyone. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, anything else for rounding out uh, X-Files at all, guys? Nope. All right. We found the truth, and it was not that well, Mink. <laughs> <laughs> it was in our backyards this whole time. <laughs> you know where the truth was, guys? It was in our own hearts all this time. <laughs> oh, my God. I got the truth in my heart. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bye. All of our episodes are available to download or stream at our website, introtox.com, or via iTunes and Downcast. You can email us at mail at introtox.com. Please put the episode title in the subject line and keep voice messages under two minutes or else. Join our spoiler-free Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash introtox. You can find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip or at yippodcast.com, I'llwatchthatmovie.com, and dvmpe.com. Search for Walking Dead Podcast. I'm on Twitter at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S and on the Ramjack Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at MayaFire and on Etsy.com at MayaFireprint. And if you
Cut me down, and if my love was just a circus, you'd be a clown by. 